Thank you for listening to WWCU. My name is Lyndon Jones, and today we are talking about the Department of Aging. I am here with Eddie Wells. He is the executive director. And Mr. Wells, I got to ask you, you seem a little bit young to be the executive director of the Department on Aging. What piqued your interest in this area? Well, so first of all, thanks for, for having me on today. Um, yeah, I, I get asked this question quite a bit sometimes. Um, you know, I think for me, I'm, I'm the type of person that has to believe in the, the work that you do. And, you know, here at the Department on Aging, uh, we, we make a huge impact in the community, and that's, that's important to me. Um, I'd, I'd say that probably the, the biggest reason is someone, you know, along the way offered me a job and working, um, you know, in aging programs. And, you know, before I was here, I ran the programs in Haywood County um, for about uh, eight years, uh, same programs I run here in Jackson, but was living here. And then, you know, I had the opportunity to come and do the same type of work here in, in Jackson County. And, and there's something special about making a difference in the community that you live. So, yeah, I mean, more than anything, just, you know, the, the ability to, to help people in your own community. Yes, and our community depends on wonderful activists like you that are making differences right here, right now. So tell us, what is the Department of Aging? Yeah, so the Department on Aging, it's a, it's a local county government operation, and basically we, we're a one-stop of aging resources for the Jackson County community. So we, we run a multitude of programs under one facility. Uh, we have some satellite locations, but our main facility is uh, right on the edge of Western Silva near uh, Lowe's and the Department of Social Services, and uh, we've got about a 30,000-square-foot facility. Uh, I, can, I can tell you I've been in aging facilities across the state, and it's uh, still one of the nicest I've ever seen, you know, which is a, a good testament for, you know, Jackson County with the, you know, the size of Jackson County having such a great, robust aging program. Uh, but we're just, we provide services for the aging community. Uh, we have a multitude of services. Uh, there's about 20 programs we run out of this facility and uh, just helping seniors and helping caregivers and um, just like I mentioned before, just trying to make a difference in the community. So tell me a little bit more about the services that you do offer. Yeah, so uh, we have a multitude. So uh, we do everything from senior centers. We have two senior centers. One is located in our Department on Aging facility. We also have another one that's uh, in Cashers. Um, uh, we do things, uh, a program that's really familiar to people would be Meals on Wheels. Uh, that's something we do for Jackson County. Uh, we also have dining sites. Um, yeah, that's we call it congregate nutrition, but that's a place for seniors to come, you know, have a meal. Um, uh, we have lots of different activities. Most of these are run through senior centers, um, uh, but things like arts and crafts and uh, field trips and health promotion and exercise classes and uh, all of those types of things. Um, we also run, we have uh, Medicare ship counseling that's actually going on right now. So where we counsel Medicare beneficiaries on really everything Medicare. Uh, we uh, we have a Project Care and Fire program. Project Care would be uh, building ramps for seniors in need and other small home modifications like grab bars and um, thresholds, and, but mostly uh, we do ramps in, in, in that program, sometimes stair projects. Uh, Project Fire is, uh, you know, cutting, splitting, and delivering firewood to the seniors in need during the cold weather season. Uh, we have an adult day program, which is a kind of a drop-off location for uh, those that are in a caregiving situation, they can bring their loved one and they can stay here and, you know, uh, do activities and, you know, to give them the respite uh, to go to work or just have a break from caregiving. 
Um, but just uh, lots of other programs. We have things like lending closets. We do some some work with those with uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. We uh, lots of different programs and outreach events uh, we do throughout the, the year. And I love how you mentioned some of these are very, very time specific, right? So Project Fire, we're running PSAs here on the station now because it's getting colder. Like this is something we need right now more than ever. Yeah, absolutely. And we appreciate that support. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, Project Fire is, you know, we're that, that runs the cold weather season. So that usually starts sometime the first of September and we run that through March. Um, but it's a it's a great program. And uh, but, you know, you're. Typically, on a on a regular year, we're doing anywhere between 250, 300 loads of firewood. So you can imagine that's a that's, that's a big program to try to get that much wood delivered to, mm-hmm. to seniors' households. So it's a, it's a big volunteer program. And we appreciate um, how you guys are helping support that. Of course, of course. And I I do want to switch gears just a little bit. Do you feel that like right now, you know, we're living in the middle of a pandemic, which especially affects those at higher ages with more pre existing conditions? Would you say that COVID nineteen has changed your operation as a whole? Um, oh yeah. So how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. So yeah, it's it's changed things for us. You know, we uh, working with a vulnerable population. Um, we've taken the pandemic very seriously. Uh, we are actually we've been closed to the public since um, I think March the nineteenth, and uh, we've not been able to open back up just because part of what we do is getting groups of seniors together and. You know, even with the phases and everything with the, the governor's resolutions, we, um, you know, it still is saying those that are vulnerable, you know, those that are, you know, elderly should, should would be safer at home. So we've, we've taken that very seriously. But what that has done for us is put us in a position to try to serve people without everyone being able to come to our building. So uh, we've, we've done lots of new virtual classes. Uh, that's been kind of a new thing for us. And, you know, what's kind of neat is this pandemic is, you know, I feel like it's changed some things forever. And for us, you know, some of our classes, like we hire lots of instructors to teach everything from exercise classes to um, arts and crafts type things. And, you know, uh, we've never really had a virtual aspect to that, especially for exercise classes. And now we're figuring that, you know, why have we not been doing this anyways? Because, you know, some people could could do it straight from home. So uh, that's a different aspect. Uh, we've done lots of drive-through events. Um, where seniors come through, we have like a, a front awning where you know that's you know where transit drops off normally, and um, it's a good location for us to have drive-through events. So we've been trying to connect the seniors where they don't have to get out of their car. If they need food, they come through, and we put a hot meal in their back seat. You know uh, those type of things. But then still doing things like Meals on Wheels. You know, still building ramps. You know, we talked about the the firewood. It's just changed things for us in terms of how we're utilizing volunteers, how we're you know, trying to keep everyone safe, uh, trying not to go into seniors' homes at all, but still providing the services, and then really just being concerned about isolation and loneliness and trying to reach out to those seniors either through phone or virtually to, uh, to, to make sure they're doing okay. Yes, and you made a great point that change is not a bad thing, right? We have some fantastic growth that is coming from all of these regulations. So I'm so happy to hear that loneliness is, um, you know, at the top of mind. This is something a lot of people are facing. Absolutely. Tell me more about how community members or Western students and faculty can really get involved and help y'all out. Yeah, that's that's a great question. So, you know, we, we have a robust volunteer program and, you know, that's obviously changed some with the pandemic. Uh, on a typical year, we're you know, it's it's 
likely that we'll have uh, between 300 and 500 volunteers that uh, help us in some of our programs. But uh, a few that come to mind, obviously we talked about Project Fire. Uh, that is a big program going on now. We do partner with the Cullowee United Methodist Church, which is right there on campus. Uh, we are working through them to have firewood delivery days. Uh, we do that once a month. So that's the time we're, we're volunteers. We need people with trucks to, to show up. And uh, we, we, we found a way to safely, you know, load trucks without large groups together. Uh, we're not doing food like we normally do. We usually would end with a big meal and feed everyone. So we're doing like grab-to-go lunches and those type of things. But that's a really good uh, option for faculty, staff, and students to, to get involved. And we've actually been doing, we've had lots of students to tell. Not only are we just having the, you know, once a month deliveries, we're also cutting firewood at our Mineral Springs lot, which is our wood lot, which is up on 521 Mineral Springs Drive, which is right behind Disability Partners in Silva. And uh, we, we cut every Thursday from 1230 to 330, um, you know, during the month of November, except for obviously Thanksgiving. But I can tell we had four or five students from Western that showed up for that yesterday through the service learning program. So uh, there's, I mean, that's, that's an option. We're, we're always looking for programs and volunteers and um, this can be from a staff perspective or from a student perspective but uh, to take on a meals on wheels route you know we have routes all over jackson county and uh, we've started reaching out more to businesses and you know i think from an academic community it could likely be something from a department could decide to do a route and depending on how many people are in that um, department you know it could only be each person delivering you know a few times a year um, so there's always availability to help with Meals on Wheels. And then a big program that's going on now that I didn't mention before is our Senior Christmas Box Project. That is a, a program where we wrap, pack, and deliver Christmas boxes that are full of needed items to seniors. Uh, things like uh, canned food, um, uh, toiletry items, uh, you know, batteries, flashlights, uh, you know, soap, shampoo, um, any kind of pop-top can. That makes me a little bit of anything. And we... We deliver between six and seven hundred of those uh, leading up to Christmas. So it's a big volunteer project. So, you know, uh, students and staff and everyone else could get together and pack some boxes for us, and uh, we can come pick those up if needed and make sure they get out to, to seniors in need. Yes, and if we are looking to do one of these programs, we want to reach out to you about being a volunteer. How can we best contact you? Yeah, the best thing is call our main number. So um, uh, it's 586 5494. And um, uh, you can also, uh, if, if someone wanted to email me, if they had some, some questions, we can do that as well, too. Uh, my email address is Eddie Wells, so that's E-D-D-I-E-W-E-L-L-S at jacksonnc.org. Uh, but honestly, if you just call the, the main line, there'll be someone to answer, and they can, um, they can forward it to some of the staff here. Um, you can drop by, too. Obviously, we're not open to the public now. We do have a little area that we're using for appointments that is inside the building. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd recommend calling first just to, to, to make sure we have someone available to help. Of course. And you've mentioned so many fantastic programs, so many aspects of what you do with the Department on Aging. What would you say is the, the best part of your job or your favorite part of the job? Oh, I, I mean, obviously making a difference in the community. I talked a little bit about that before, but, you know, we have a, a a great staff here. We have some amazing volunteers in our community that are plugged into what we do. And, you know, it's just amazing to see how that all kind of comes together to, to, to help those in need. You know, we're fortunate to be, we consider a lot of what we do as kind of preventative services. So we're, 
we're trying to, you know, keep seniors healthy and happy and, and all that. And from the staff and volunteers and everything that goes on that, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing to see, you know, how all that works and comes together to, to help those in need. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Wells. Is there anything we haven't talked about that you would like to mention? Yeah, I would just say too, you know, I talked about contact information. We, um, you know, you can call our main number at 586-5494 to have any information. We also have a website that has all of our information on there. Uh, that is agent.jacksonnc.org. And then, obviously, we're on Facebook. So a lot of our things and events and things that are going on, um, if you just, you know, if you're on Facebook or social media and just uh, type in Jackson County Department on Agent, or if you go to our website, there's a link there. Uh, but, yeah, just uh, stay plugged into what we're doing and, uh, we hope to, to maybe get some volunteers, or if anyone has questions, uh, they can let us know. Well, thank you very, very much. Yeah, thank you, and we appreciate all you're doing to get the word out about not just us, but just community programs in general. Yes, and this was a program on the Department on Aging with Executive Director Eddie Wells. If you would like more information, if you're interested in volunteering or the services that they provide, you can call them at 828-586-5494. Have a wonderful day and a great holiday season. Thank you for listening to WWCU. We are Western Carolina University.